This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, November 30th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Manchin worried about inflation and Biden agenda. Ag groups voice opposition to Dam Beach plan. And Manchin worried about inflation and Biden agenda. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York says he wants the Senate to pass the massive Build Back Better bill by the end of the month. The roughly $2 trillion measure contains President Biden's climate and domestic spending priorities. But Senator Joe Manchin, the West Virginia Democrat, still raising concerns about the impact of the bill on inflation. Manchin told reporters, quote, I heard an awful lot over the Thanksgiving break that the prices were high and people were very much upset about that and they're concerned about whether inflation is going to get worse. White House advisors met with Schumer's staff Sunday night to discuss the legislation. I can assure you we're moving forward full speed to get this done and we expect action on it in the coming weeks. That White House press secretary, Jen Psaki, speaking to reporters yesterday. Biden administration suspending enforcement of VAX mandate till 2022. The Biden administration is urging federal agencies to suspend until after January 1st any disciplinary action against employees who have yet to receive vaccinations for COVID-19. The deadline for getting shots was November 22nd. 92% of federal employees have received at least one dose, that according to the Office of Management and Budget. According to the figures released last week, USDA ranked at the bottom of the agency vaccination list, with 86.1% having received shots. However, 95.6% were considered to be in compliance, meaning that 4.4% have not acted on the mandate, and the remaining 9.5% have requested or received a waiver. In an email to agency officials yesterday, Jason Miller, Deputy Director for Management at OMB, and Karen Ayuha, Director of the Office of Personnel Management, encouraged agencies to continue their, quote, robust education and counseling efforts through this holiday season as the first step in an enforcement process with no subsequent enforcement actions beyond that education and counseling and, if warranted, a letter of reprimand for most employees who have not yet complied with the vaccination requirement until the new calendar year begins in January. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. AgriPulse Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy cooperative in the country based on milk volume. Edge is a powerful advocate of Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. Edge believes environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Ag groups voice opposition to Dam Beach plan. 
a bipartisan proposal supported by Representatives Mike Simpson, the Idaho Republican, and Earl Blumenauer, an Oregon Democrat, to remove four hydroelectric dams from the Snake River in an effort to protect salmon and steelhead fish runs has national and state ag groups, companies, and port authorities worried about the impact on farmers and their ability to transport their crops. The Agriculture Transportation Coalition, American Farm Bureau Federation, Farm Credit Council, Idaho Grain Producers Association, Nebraska Wheat Board, and Pacific Northwest Farmers Cooperative are just a few of the many to sign on to a new letter to President Joe Biden asking that the proposal be blocked. The Columbia Snake River system is the third largest grain export corridor in the world, transporting nearly 30% of U.S. grain and oilseed exports through a sophisticated navigation system, which includes seven grain export terminals, 26 upcountry grain barge loading terminals, and eight dams that lift vessels a combined 735 feet to deliver high-value farm products safely and efficiently to West Coast ports and consumers worldwide, the groups, companies, and port authorities said in the letter. FTC seeks info from big food firms in effort to understand supply chain crisis. The Federal Trade Commission has ordered nine big companies, including Walmart, Amazon, Kroger, and Tyson Foods, to provide detailed information to help the FTC understand ongoing supply chain disruptions. The commission issued the orders under a provision of the FTC Act which authorizes wide-ranging studies that do not have a specific law enforcement purpose, the FTC said. In addition to better understanding the reasons behind the disruptions, the study will examine whether supply chain disruptions are leading to specific bottlenecks, shortages, anti-competitive practices, or contributing to rising consumer prices, the commission said. They continued, the orders require the companies to detail the primary factors disrupting their ability to obtain, transport, and distribute their products and the impact these disruptions are having in terms of delayed and canceled, canceled orders. The other companies being told to supply information are CNS Wholesale Grocers, Associated Wholesale Grocers, McLean Company, Procter & Gamble, and Kraft Heinz. Cisco shareholders endorse net zero greenhouse gas target. Shareholders of Cisco, the self-described largest food service marketing and distribution organization in North America, have voted overwhelmingly in favor of reducing greenhouse gas emissions to net zero by 2050 or sooner. 92% of shareholders approved the resolution, which calls on the company to align its greenhouse gas reduction efforts with the goal of the Paris Climate Agreement to keep worldwide temperatures from increasing more than 1.5 degrees Celsius. The resolution was filed by, as you sow, a non-profit shareholder advocacy group. EU beekeepers optimistic for stronger honey protection. The European Commission is prepping to announce a revision of its honey directive 
and the European ag sector is optimistic that the changes will provide stronger support for producers facing hard times and increased competition from imports. EU honey imports rose about 5% in 2020, while domestic production fell thanks to rough weather, including severe drought and flooding, according to Copa Cogeca, the largest EU farm and cooperative organization. Meanwhile, honey prices dropped as the cost of production rose. It is the utmost importance to act promptly and fast to strengthen the regulation and ensure better competitive playing fields for EU beekeepers and especially to provide EU consumers with proper information regarding honey origins, the organization said in a statement. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, November 30th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.